No, 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 no. Welcome back to Robots Don't Age. And of course, it's your co-host, Cody, with the kinky co-host, Keani. Hello. Damn it, Keani. <laughs> this is a musical <laughs> episode. Sorry, is that, um, is that no, no, I'm fucking... Hello. <laughs> <sighs> okay. With me today is, of course, the kinky co-host, Keani, and CJ. CJ, how you doing? I'm, uh, I'm here. <laughs> and on today's episode, we'll be discussing the 1970s, I don't have the exact year down, of film Billy Jack. But Ooh. first, we have a game to play. The game. If you happen to listen to our anniversary episode, you know we introduced two new games. Um, one of them was, Is This a Real Song or Cody in a Bong? And the other one would be uh, the one we didn't have a name for because Keani hasn't come up with a name yet for her story time one. Yeah, I still haven't come up with a name. Yeah. All right. If anyone has name ideas, just shoot them at us and uh, we'll shoot them down. As you recall, I'm sure uh, everyone listening, we come up with a movie idea based off of an item and a genre that uh, some friends give us or the audience. And I currently have two suggestions that you guys can choose from. You ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have a sports movie as the genre, and a rubber chicken as the item, and that was a suggestion by our sound editor, Jake, and then CJ, uh, from our friend Corey, we have giant bugs as the type of movie, and radioactive material as the item. So, which one are you guys feeling? I vote for sports and rubber chicken, just because I feel like it's a little bit more difficult. (laughs) All right, all right. Uh, CJ? I do like the radioactive bug, though. Ooh, I gotta be the tiebreaker. Yep. Flip a coin if you have to, bud. Coin, go to coinflip.com or whatever the fuck. Okay, how about this? Um, We started out as a sports movie that goes post-apocalyptic into the bug territory, and the rubber chicken can still be incorporated. Totally down for that. Uh, Okay, yeah. Okay, we're meshing ideas together. Um... So here, uh, you know what? You guys go ahead and go first. What do you have for like the beginning, the cold open, if you will? Okay, so this, um, it's a play. It's a football play, right? It's it's winter for some mm-hmm. reason, and it's snowing. Mm-hmm. Um, did we say this was post-apocalyptic? Uh, it's, it, it can get there. It'll, it'll okay. Get there. This is the this is before the apocalypse. It's a family-friendly football game. Okay, the the main the, you got the main the main kid. He's playing football. He's the quarterback. He makes his dad proud, and his dad's an alcoholic outside of the game. So this is a ripoff of another football movie, but it don't matter <laughs> of, of most of them. But you know, you know, let's you keep don't going. make those dads proud. Um, anyway, let's keep going. There's a football play. The son almost he sees the pass. He's gonna win the game. He throws the pass. It's a fumble. No one catches the fumble. The son grabs the fumble what happens next the the snow's not snow it's actually ash oh coming from a plant that's melting down across the city but no one realizes that quite yet wait 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 so the ash is coming because the plant's currently melting down it isn't after the meltdown i I don't know maybe currently melting it's you know it's a part it's it's a movie it's a movie okay Okay. 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 I have an alternative angle for this one. If you guys are uh, here with me, so yeah, yeah, the producer in you is showing. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, so he grabs the ball, right? I uh, love uh-huh. you too, buddy. So he grabs the ball and he starts running, right? And he's like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna go for it!" You know, finally the big play. 
fucking all this time. Our team's not doing great. And he's he goes for it. He gets the touchdown. He's fucking giddy, excited. Everyone's celebrating. Mm-hmm. He turns around, and everyone's facing the same direction. There's a mushroom cloud off in the distance. Yes. And everyone's stunned into complete silence. Title card comes down two years later. Go. You see him walking down the street with a backpack and, you know, some things hooked to his belt, as well as a rubber chicken. No one quite knows what the rubber chicken's there for, but it's there. Just slap it along his hip as he's walking down this deserted road. Now, what's his weapon of choice? I think we should decide this head on. Mad Max had a sawed-off shotgun. Uh, Turbo Kid had his shooter. Han Solo has a blaster. What's this guy's signature weapon? A gnome stick! <laughs> okay, I I had an alternative idea that wasn't going to rip off Turbo Kid. I'm sorry, <laughs> I just figured a bat because... They we're trying to do like sports related, you know what I'm saying? And he is an athlete, so that would be that would but he went from football to baseball. It don't have to make sense, okay. So an athlete's an athlete. I was thinking sledgehammer, if I'm being honest with you. Okay. Oh, I like that. I yeah. like that. I'm digging the sledgehammer. <laughs> Wrapped in barbed wire, because why not? Alternative take. Shout out to Assassin's Creed Valhalla. What if he just has like two rubber mallets wrapped in barbed wire that he carries, like Berserker style? Wrapped in razor wire. Again. A great, great weapon. Exactly. So he just goes around cutting and bashing in people's heads. Okay, not too bad. You're getting, you're getting something. Does he, does he have anyone with him or is he by himself? Um, what do you guys think? I think he should have, uh, a, a, like a group of at least three. That's like, he's kind of not in the loop of the group because he's used to being the cool guy in his own group, but now he's not the cool guy. So there's that dynamic. So he's like, you know, good, like 10 paces behind. To himself okay. with his rubber chicken and his weird razor wire rat thing. So he's become the uh, kind of mysterious stranger of the group. Yes. What happened to his older group? Are there creatures in this environment that ate his older group? Perhaps. Okay. It could be. Hmm. Are we going a quiet place or are we going more like dead side? No, no, no. It, it's uh, th- what due to the meltdown, there was a nest of these uh, bugs. I want to say oh. fire ants, right? Uh, okay. What do we think oh, about yeah, that? Oh, yeah, giant bug. Okay. Or it could be assassin bugs because assassin, I got bit by a wheel bug. It's giant wheel bugs. So a bunch of assassin bugs, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, and yeah. The, radio- the radiation leaks on them from the meltdown. So that's the origin of the giant creature that killed his group and impaled them all three in one foul swipe with this giant proboscis. And I feel like all of this. <laughs> yes. I feel like all of that could be recapped really well in flashback, too. Like you just see it, yeah. like maybe when he's getting little bouts of sleep or he's just walking and you see like him having the triggers. Like he's just. Yeah, he's recalling. It zooms out. It zooms out from his eye, and then it zooms into the chicken's eye, and now you have the chicken's uh, pre-apocalyptic story. <laughs> now the chicken. What? And he was just chilling on a shelf at the mall until somebody bumped into it. Oh, okay, but the shelf. Um, the shelf. Well, the chicken has to be important. He is. His people get get killed. They're at like a mall or some like store or whatever, you know, by these ants. And so he's like trying to back up and run away. And he slams into the shelf. And on the shelf, of course, all the shit falls over while he's trying to sneak off. And so 
these things are coming up to attack him, but he like falls down on the stuff that was on the shelf and he lands on a rubber chicken and the sound of the rubber chicken. The ants can't stand the sound. And so so they all back away in terror. And that, that is the thing. That rubber chicken is what keeps these these right. fucking ants oh at bay. <laughs> and then it zooms back out of the chicken's eye into present day. Mm-hmm. That's gorgeous. <laughs> okay, so if we're going with this, then what's what's the storyline? What's the character trying to accomplish with him and his rubber chicken and his new group? We haven't established that yet. We just established the character. So is is what's his purpose? I guess. Uh, okay, let's see. So he's a lost. He's a, he's not used to being a loner, clearly. And this group, he's new to him. They treat him like an outcast. So what if he's trying to convince them to take the rubber chicken to the local government army facility? Because like, guys, this is the answer. If we can get this rubber <laughs> chicken to the to like to the yes. government, they can replicate the noise and we can fight off the ants. Uh-huh. But they're all yes. like, hey, new guy, how about you sit the fuck down? All right, you're just there to swing at people. We don't really like. Come on, you're full of shit. When we saw you, you were covered in blood. We don't know if you're crazy. Exactly. They don't trust him. Exactly. They think he just hit his fucking head or something. They're like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And he's like, fine, fuck Why would ants be scared of rubber chicken? It makes no sense. (laughs) And so maybe he's like, fine, fuck you. I'll go find him on my own. And so he, like, beelines off. And that, you know, rounds about to where he was walking in the beginning. And then... People are trying to catch up with them. And they're like, dude, you can't just go. We got to stick together. You can't just go off on your own, even though we don't really know you. Because, you know, there are very many people left type situation. Okay, small, small diversion here. Um, I would say like page 15 would be the initial problem, right? So you have up to page 10. You're building up the character. You see the football game. Uh You see him with the group and him kind of getting shit on. Uh Uh, Let's say page 15 is where they don't believe the chicken story. So you can do like flashbacks and everything leading up to it. So page 15, you have the character issue. Mm-hmm. And that's where they're like, oh, you're a dumbass. We don't believe the chicken. So he sneaks mm. out in the depth of night. He's like, well, fuck it. I'm going to go. And they wake you up. They're like, oh, no, what happened to Chicken Boy? Oh, God, it's awful. Turns out uh, Chicken Boy, because we haven't given him a name yet, Rex. circles back and decides to like return to the group. Yeah, Rex. Because he, uh, he missed him. And when he gets there, he sees that they're about to be attacked by the giant ants. So he jumps down like action hero silhouette style with a rubber chicken in hand. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I like that. And he, he lands swinging it around like a flail and it's making the noise and all the ants run off. Some of them even like try to burrow into the fucking rock oh. and everything like basically kill themselves trying to get some away. Some of their ears bleed and they die. Better yet, someone, one of the ants grabs one of them and has managed to keep on, a hold of them and takes them off. When they scatter. Oh, okay. So they kidnap one of them. I like that. So now, so now it's a rescue mission in between. Yes, that and yes, they have to rescue them. And let's give that guy, that person, that character, life. Um, let's see. Uh, okay. Um, I'm gonna go with the name is Sandra, and um, it's a younger, spunkier kid, but she was the toughest, shit talkier one of the group. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, yeah. she swung at the ant as it came at her and even, like, hit an antenna, but she lost her machete in the thing's uh, fucking skull or whatever. Like, she was trying to put up a fight. Right, and she's always been the one that's been the more endearing toward him, so that's why he's... Yeah, like, she puts up the hard exterior. Mm-hmm. Right. But she's a softie on the inside. Yeah, but, like, around the campfire, you can see them bonding as human beings. Maybe yes. she's the reason why he even came back. 
and she somewhat believes, somewhat lends credibility to him because she's like, well, you know, maybe he's just confused. About so what it that could was. be where she stands with the chicken and, and all that. See that? I can see that. Okay, so, so yeah. What I want what I want to do is, I, I'm wondering if you guys are down for this, this might be violating the game. At some point, I was interested in swapping the mantle to her of the chicken wielder and killing him. In the rest oh, of the that's completely fine. This oh, game doesn't yeah. have okay. ma- very many guidelines. There are no rules here. Uh, how do we feel about that? He's the red herring lead. Hmm. Well, at this point, we'd be pretty far into the movie. Like, we'd be at least halfway through. Hey, I'm I'm for killing main characters off. I <laughs> mean, <laughs> it could be it could be during the rescue attempt or whatever. Like, all go. the other yeah. kids could just be like, fuck that, I'm not going in there. To like mm. get her, and he's like, "Fuck all of you guys!" And so like he goes in there oh, like to like go yeah. get her or whatever. Okay, okay. So he goes in there, and he goes in rubber chicken in hand. Yes, rubber chicken in hand. And he's um, killing it, and and in the other hand, he has uh, the mallet because you know. Mm-hmm. And he's mm-hmm. going down there. He's trying to find her. Um, what's a creepy thing? We could do with ants here that would like a level up of ant, an evolution of ant that would make this more horrific. Okay, so they they uh, also kind of became aware of the noise of the chicken, so they got like this mud thing caked around their head. Or oh shit, they muffled it. They muffled uh, their yeah. ears. Or there could even be like because if there's mutations with ants, there could even be another type of bug. Mm-hmm. That that's mutated down there that he runs into that maybe is not affected by the chicken in the same way that the ants are. Oh, I have a twist. I have an idea. Okay, CJ, uh, The Last of Us. Obviously, you know that virus that takes over the people's brains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's based on a real thing, except it works with ants, mm-hmm. I believe. So it's like yes. a fungus that will take over an ant's brain and make it basically like kill itself, so the virus yes. can spread. It's like a real so, life zombie ooh. situation. Yeah. So what if like that's what's going on with these ants? They're being taken oh, over by the great. virus. It's uh, just not noticeable. But it's mute and it's mutated because of the radiation. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's why it's so potent. These are super hyper intelligent ants. They're covering their ears or antennas or whatever, and like they're onto what they know what's going on. And when uh, Rex goes down there to save Sandra, she's gonna be like a uh, Newt slash alien style, where she's about to be like. I'm assuming, oh, we have to have another queen or whatever the fuck. Yeah. We have to have more aliens slash ants. So she's about to like go through the whole sacrificial process. Yeah, I thought like take her to her queen. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. And then she, she's like all oh, these like w- little giant worker bugs working on the larva ants and shit. Or not larva ants, but you know, uh, baby ants. And so you have fucking Rex running in there. Um, obviously, huge battle. He ends up saving Sandra. And in the process, as we mentioned earlier, he's going to rip the rubber chicken and she fights her way out with the chicken and passes on the holiest of holy items, the rubber chicken. Now. She gets out. What do you think the next part should be here? She finds. I think the other people should still be out there like they just kind of sat out there and waited like some pussies. They ran. They Mm -hmm. were they were like, fuck this. We're not going in there. Mm hmm. So maybe she realizes she was really all alone the whole time. Or she was, I don't know, like, she kind of realized you have to rely on yourself more than others. She relies more on her own, like, smart than on even the chicken at times. There's certain bugs Mm -hmm. that she has to defeat, like a little weevil or something, without using the chicken. Like, I don't know, it comes at her and she outthinks it through, like, a 
a side path the weevil can't fit through and causes the tunnel to cave in on it by pulling at a rock. She's just using more of her mind than just relying on, oh, squeeze the chicken. And now maybe her mission now is to get, you know, what he was trying to do was to get it to whatever government base there is mm-hmm. to like handle the chicken. Yep. And now the group is following her because they know she she battled the queen and came out. She takes on his mission. Maybe at one point she f- runs into them because she's separated from them at this point. So she runs back into them and they're in trouble. And they're all like, oh, help me. And she's like, should I? Fuck you. Should I? Mm, I don't know if I should. <laughs> and then obviously ends up doing it. She's sitting there with the rubber chicken, flinging it back and forth. I don't know. It's This chicken's kind of valuable. Hmm. Mm. Should I waste it on you bitches? Because you left me? <laughs> Should I go through the trouble of closing my index finger and thumb to make this chicken squeal to save your life? Or nah, you tell me. Ultimately, I feel like she, as you mentioned, she would. She, she decided would. to save the worthless assholes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she makes them climb back up the, the little pit they're in themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now we have kind of like a Furiosa female Mad Max thing going on here. Mm-hmm. And she's yeah. on the way to the government building. Um, Instead of a metal I mean, arm, it's a rubber chicken. Yeah, I don't. I honestly don't know what other problems she'd have from this point forward. I think that'd kind of be like the... Well, uh, it's when she gets to the government building itself. It turns out the government is still active a small portion and they're aware. But they've sort of somewhat isolated the incident a la Revil. Or they also don't believe oh. about the fucking chicken either. Oh, yeah, that that's true. Okay, that so we have two angles here. Um, if they believe it, it would be either like a population control, like they just want to get this region wiped out, maybe clean mm-hmm. it out a little bit, or uh-huh. they're working on some other political strategy, because, you know, mm-hmm. U.S. military. Or B, they don't believe her, and I assume maybe they get attacked and she pulls out the chicken and saves them? Okay. I, ca- I kind of like the, the them having an ulterior motive better because the government's fucked. So I, I like that concept. It could be both. They're both like containing it and yeah. they know it's happening, but they also are like, bitch, you're crazy. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, corrupt government plus bitch, you crazy equals like a, a massive attack coming toward massive them. Massive attack and showdown. Because she killed a queen and oh, there's other yeah. hives. And since they're mutated, the hives percent. communicate. They've been yes. on scent. They know that scent. They're like, oh, she killed another hive queen. That's not good. And she led them right to the... This is a bug world like now. towards the base. Don't... Mm-hmm. Yeah, in formation so like, and standing... And, yeah, admittedly... Base of civilization. Probuscus coming at you. And then this is a giant battle military. Fire the tank! And sure, the military has guns. They have tanks and explosives. What, but what I was thinking was like maybe like as they start attacking, sure the military has plenty of guns and everything. Uh-huh. But like the ants themselves, they're gonna be more ants at this point because they've wiped out so many humans and uh-huh. the army's gonna just be overwhelmed at a certain point. Yeah. And maybe it, it like at some point she's like, you know, like the last dramatic thing is like, you know, everyone's like they're like getting taken over and she's like and like maybe one of the ants have like chewed through this wire on a loudspeaker. Or whatever, and so they're like trying to get the wire sparked back together, and then she's like, gotta finally get to, I don't know, you know how like a school has like the loudspeaker or whatever, and she's gotta like get to that, and she's like all bloody yeah, and everything system. before she gets there, and then like pushes the button and squeaks the chicken. 
<laughs> and it sends them all running at this point. And that just decimates. Decimates all of them because it's a loudspeaker, so it's too much for them to handle. Even their little their little mud hats. Mm-hmm. It just pierces through their like primitive armor, and she's like, "Yes, this was a start, but they'll evolve. <laughs> they'll evolve." All right. Um, I think that was a pretty tight story, excluding all the notes that I kept adding. Um, how do you guys feel about it? I think it's pretty solid. I think it was a pretty solid choice. <laughs> it's uh, interesting. Only the we'll we'll see if we get an Oscar. That's when we can judge. <laughs> um, I'll I'll hold out. I think Oscars are kind of beneath us for this kind of material. I think we, we could sell really it to Bollywood it. and get whatever India's equivalent to an Oscar is. I think these are uh, that's true. A Bollywood take on it. <laughs> All I know is I'm going to hit up Troma as soon as we're done recording and pitch this. And when we come back from commercial break, we'll be talking about the feature film Billy Jack. And we're back talking about the slickest Native American on the track. That's right. Our boy, Billy Jack. Uh, CJ, you suggested this movie. <laughs> <laughs> that would have worked so great if he was like a motocross guy instead of more like a hog guy. <laughs> All right, so Billy Jack is actually, this is actually a sequel to um, Natural Born Losers uh, written by Tom Laughlin, who plays Billy Jack. He also directed these movies, if I'm not mistaken. Solo directed it. Um, That's dope. So it's about, essentially, just to lay a plot out there for everybody, um, the movie would open up with, uh, wild horses roaming on a Navajo reservation and the uh, people from a nearby local town are just openly trying to capture the horses, uh, torture them. They kill the horses um, and wildlife around there as well. So Billy Jack uh, now has taken upon the role of sort of a reservation police um, enforcing federally protected law on uh, Navajo land. Uh, and it's a pretty cool scene. So essentially the movie is Billy Jack protecting this school that's also housing a uh, daughter of one of the corrupt sheriffs that were uh, hunting the horses. So it's him versus a very corrupt force of police in a very corrupt and uh, racist town. I think there's a de- one decent police officer amongst the group. Yeah, there's one. I think there are two people. Oh, Maybe like one. one. He might have had a little stu, like a little guy with him that followed him around on the good side of it. I guess he had a guy help up Billy Jack at one point. I think that's I don't true. know. Maybe that's my. Impression. I think that was also the group of guys who beat him up too. It was, right. He had the guys who beat his ass help him up. Well, <laughs> before before we get too uh, too ahead of ourselves here, okay. trigger warning for the movie as well, and you know, of course, spoilers. Trigger warning for sexual assault. Yeah, yeah. There, um, there so. are there are obvious uh, there are pretty visual scenes in this movie that depict violent sexual acts of rape um, and un- underage uh, sex as mm-hmm. well in this movie. Um, so more particularly, yeah. if you wanted to watch this movie and avoid those scenes, uh, the character Bernard. Uh, uh, there's that's he's the guy if you see him alone with a just woman try to yeah. with a woman definitely avoid him he's a thorough his character is a thorough piece of shit 
a racist, sexist, uh, child molesting, and he a gets it. He gets it from his daddy. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yeah. Here's what I found interesting about Bernard in particular, too, because like when you first meet him in the opening scene with his dad and the horses, he can't shoot. He admits not being able to shoot. He's terrified to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't want to shoot the horses. So, like, you think at first, oh, he's a sympathetic character. He's yeah. scared. He just wants to be left alone. He, yeah, and I he thought morphs. the same. He morphs. It even starts with a. He even hesitates in shooting a guy later on, um, for a moment. <laughs> okay, are we talking about? Are we talking about Martin? Martin? Yeah. Do you think he shot Martin? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. He definitely shot Martin. Well, he's it's implied, right? But here's my question about that. Um, he can't shoot. Oh, okay. So maybe his friend grabbed it from him. Exactly, because when a. Uh, oh fucking billy jack went in there he had a revolver at nearly point blank range and he could not fucking shoot billy jack for shit uh-huh oh no think about I, it that's true that's true i always took that as nervousness and pure intimidation because at this point a little background on billy jack why everyone already knows who he is and is intimidated through the acts of the first movie he basically rescues w- uh, women from this biker group that just kidnaps women and puts them in their own little sex trafficking thing uh-huh. um so that's what Billy Jack does. He's a Green Beret veteran, half Navajo uh, and half, you know, German-American. So he um, at first tried to, tries to take the path of, okay, I don't want to get involved in all this. fucked up, but I don't want to get involved to the path of, okay, I can't look away and turn away anymore. Mm-hmm. No one's doing anything. So he takes matters into his own hands, um, which is still evident uh, into this. So that's why his reputation is sort of uh, scary to a lot of people, especially when they know what they're doing is fucked up to uh, this school, the people there, and the Navajo. Yeah, like Billy Jack clearly has a reputation. And by the way, the that most what did you guys think of the most iconic scene of that movie? It, it takes place uh, during that ice cream shop scene all the way to... Uh, him, you know, that uh, sheriff coming out and having them pick him up. What did you guys think of that entire scene? Yo, I loved the fact that he took his shoes off to go out there and whoop everyone's ass. Yes. Like, I thoroughly enjoyed that he took his fucking shoes off to whoop their ass. That That's that's such a badass scene when he just takes his time to sit there and tie his shoes off. The uh, young lady try to talk him out of it. Mm-hmm. Um I believe after he done laid the smack down on two or three of those goons and Bernard and his friends mm-hmm. uh, for pouring oh, yeah, flour on the uh, Native Americans and saying now they're to white so them. that the racist yeah. ice cream shop owner would actually serve them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a pretty yeah. uh, rough scene, but believe me, Billy Jack whoops that ass uh, in that scene especially. And he even uh, manages a, a, a great, a cool, very coolly choreographed fight scene in like the town square with like a group of uh, there's at least 10 dudes if i'm group not mistaken of good old boys good old boys trying to mean some harm um, <laughs> right before he went out there i love the part where uh the girl was like i think bernadette it started with the she was like their town's not gonna help you it's like bitch the town's gonna fight me like what are you talking mm-hmm. about he mm-hmm. literally had to go out there and fight so many people by himself mm-hmm. but that's the thing about Billy Jack. He's he's never shied away from a fight in any of the uh, most of the scenes, um, which makes the final scene very impactful on his character. And there are uh, two more movies that precede this. 
So yeah, I looked uh, on Amazon and I saw there was the Billy Jack collection, and I really yes. want to buy it because There's I got to be with you. I want more Billy Jack. Yeah, it's it's a such a cool. They, he touches on some pretty hardcore themes, and it's definitely prevalent in the films. It's much less in there in the next two films, uh, much less of a theme because his theme moves toward Washington D.C. in the politics. But I really felt like none of this, like something I really enjoyed about the movie overall, is like none of this is outside of the realm of reality. Like all of these things happen, do happen, have happened. Like, so it's, it's, yeah, I just, I like that yes. they spoke on issues. And, and the whole thing is about Billy Jack is the people that are supposed to do, like, protect people and enforce these things, they're part of it or mm-hmm. not doing shit at all, even though exactly. they know it's wrong. Exactly. Why, and Billy Jack himself, having already been through a lot, being a veteran in Vietnam as a Green Beret, um, couldn't have been easy, I imagine. So... He's now having to take matters in his own hands when he honestly doesn't want to, uh, but he just can't help himself because he's not going to watch, you know, these this this stuff happen to these people. So that's a that's such yeah, a cool thing, especially when he looked that man in the eye and told him, I'm going to kick you on this side of your face and there's nothing you can do about it. Mm-hmm. And then he did. Barefoot. Bow. All I could think about was his toes going in someone's mouth. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Uh, yep he did a lot of front kicks to the face and you know they took that bump Uh that's foot in the face in in 1970s slow-mo guys that's a that's getting kicked in the face Uh just you may not have as much power money for it yeah getting some mustard so in terms of the quotes do you guys have any favorites because i have one in particular that i really like it's from the beginning of the film when billy jack rolls up on the assholes um, it was when the policemen break the law, there is no law, and I thought that was really fucking good. Yes, that is a that is an excellent quote mm-hmm. from that film. Mine it has to be that park scene, and I'm going to do it justice this time. I'm going to take this right foot, and I'm going to whop you on the left side of your face. And you know what else? There's not a damn thing you're going to be able to do about it either. Really? Really? And then, you know, that's, in my opinion, my favorite one. What about you, Keanu? I think the only thing I wrote down as far as quotes was when they were all uh, in the like the council meeting or whatever, and the guy's like, "Take a bath, you hippie." I don't know why I found that so fucking funny, but I did. <laughs> so I do want to bring up the ending of it as well um, before uh, we close uh, any sort of thought on it. Um, that shootout is <laughs> it was a pretty cool looking little gritty shootout there with the mm-hmm. police he had. Um, mm-hmm. And if you don't know, oh. Billy Jack ends out in a shootout because a sub a sub story in this whole film is that there is a uh, deputy working for the sheriff and he's such an asshole. Uh, um, he's, isn't, uh, isn't he Bernard's dad? No. No, Bernard. No, I apologize. Bernard's dad's just like one of the I have money townies. Yeah, he's the one he kicked, ain't he? The the girl's dad is the one that that yes. is the fucked up because he like punches he, her in the face yes. in the beginning. When he finds out she's pregnant, he's he tries mm-hmm. to beat her to death. And Billy and she's found on the side of the road and uh contact uh the local cop uh sorry, doctor contacts Billy Jack to take care of her. Can we also talk about, like, the courage on that girl when she talked about being pregnant? Yes, uh, like, yes. I, I, I wrote that down. I was, like, her not knowing who the baby dad is and, like, the way she fucking, like, spit it in his face. I'm just like, go ahead, bitch. Go, yes. 
Yeah. Yes. yeah. She's clearly aware of how toxic of a piece of shit this motherfucker is. I mean, he's her dad. Mm-hmm. She knows better than anyone else. So, mm-hmm. you know. Like, I started watching this like, oh, my God, is Billy Jack going to have to investigate a murder? Like, this is going to be rough. Like, It, I, it I looked like tense. she was dead. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it fucking did. <laughs> I wrote, knocks out daughter leaves in woods. <laughs> Beat cool the goddamn girl. shit out of, of pregnant daughter. what you do in the <laughs> 70s? I guess. Fuck. When was that? Uh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's the late <laughs> 70s. Uh, seven, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, Fucking, but yeah, the balls on that girl, man. She, uh, mm-hmm. really, she has the, like, the most courage out of anyone in there because oh, she's even the one who holds up with them in that 1971. Mm. Damn. I'm also, like, really here for the hippie school. I loved the hippie yes. school. I'm like, I definitely would have gone there. That, that place <laughs> looks so great, did it not? It did. I used, when oh, I was yeah. a kid and would watch this movie uh, with my mom, I'd, I would, I would, like, like, that place would be fucking I want to go, Mom, can I go to school there? Yeah. <laughs> Ma, that place fucking slaps. Uh-huh. Right? <laughs> and when they start, like, fucking with the cops is a great scene. Um, especially their little skits that the school put on were awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I'd also like to put out a general advisory warning. Uh, nobody put a bullet in your prop gun or your real gun at any time. Yeah. Bro, no, I saw the that. part of the bit, but damn. I was like, oh, that makes me nervous. Like, what the fuck? Oh, I also fell out laughing, you know, initially when Bernard walks up to dude's daughter, because they're like, oh, I bet you can pull him, pull her. I bet Bernard can do it. Here's $50. And so he like, he like goes over to her. I was like, when Bernard walked up and hit her with the Captain Morgan, because he just like walked up and put his leg on that. (laughs) Yep. He's just history teacher at her, like your history teacher from middle school. Like you just hit her with a Captain Morgan. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you want a little yep. Captain in you? Sure. Yeah. Oh shit! I thought that was so funny. And also with the way Bernard acted and the stuff that they did to like punish him or whatever for it, like oh a dislocated elbow or a throw your car. First of all, he's a spoiled little bitch boy. Driving his car in a river isn't going to affect him in the capacity that it needs to when he's out here doing yeah. the shit that he's doing. His ass needed beat from jump. From jump, he needed an ass whooping. Black and blue. I would have preferred someone broke in my arm than drive that into the lake. That is such a nice car. Like, I don't... A nice car. I think the hesitance on Billy Jack's part, just to make an argument for him, is that, you know, his, who his dad was... Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> would have really brought some hell if Billy Jack would have hurt him. Uh-huh. Uh, even though he fucking deserves it. But, uh-huh. you know, he knows how the law is around there. That's that's why he took matter into his own hands at that uh, last shootout scene, which is pretty great. That motherfucking jerk-off that uh, beat his daughter got is just deuce. Uh-huh. Do we want to bring up what happens to Bernard ultimately as well? He gets judo chopped in the throat, and apparently that's enough to kill him. I didn't think. Um, and a very, very, um, as uh, I believe County pointed out earlier, underwhelming for what he did, even. Yeah. Because <laughs> he, at this point, he had raped um, a teacher at the school who also um, was Billy Jack's love interest of sorts. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, exactly his love interest, uh, played by his real life wife as well. Jesus. Um, so, yes, uh, there's a, when he walks in on Bernard, Bernard is also 
having sex with a clearly underage girl. I forget how old she said she was 13. 13 years old. Billy Jack at this point advances toward him. Bernard shoots. I think he either misses misses Billy Jack or wings him. He misses the first shot. I think the second one might have hit him. Yeah. And then Billy Jack knocks the gun out and chops his windpipe, 1970s karate style. Uh-huh. And that was it. And he was and, like fell over on his fucking bed. I'm like, bro, that wasn't enough. Like, I needed you to like rip his dick off with your hands. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know something. Something He should have woken up in a pit and been like, Hello, Bernard. Would you like to play a game? Yeah, it's exactly Still, what should have happened. Um, as well as that other guy getting shot in the head, the cop. Uh, a good amount of the bad guys uh, face their untimely, I mean, a timely, finally. Maybe they should have died fucking in Act 1. Maybe the movie would have ended right there when Billy Jack caught them. <laughs> I, I feel like if, if someone would have told um, Homegirl about, or if Homegirl would have told him what had happened to his love interest, then mm-hmm. I feel like the things wouldn't have progressed the way that they did. that's that's true she didn't want billy jack to go all fucking crazy and like kill the guy because you know he would have then it would have been a whole thing and he would have died in the blaze of glory like he kind of tried to do Uh but she didn't want to because she loves him yeah and poor fucking poor fucking martin martin's the fucking man but they just man he just got he was on and beat up the whole fucking movie yes I'll be honest, I was a little frustrated with his character to an extent, which I guess, like, to be honest, a lot of people are like Martin. Um, yeah. They're not necessarily fighters, but I was frustrated for him. I uh-huh. wanted to beat someone's ass on his behalf. Yeah. You know. I'm not going to lie. If I was Martin and I had to go through the ice cream shop incident, I wouldn't go back into town without, like, the buddy system. Right? Right? Yeah. That's what I thought. I was, yeah. like, I was like, after, when they dropped him off at that paint store, I'm like, what the fuck? Why would you do that? Why would you be like, oh, yeah, Martin, we're just going to drop you off here. We'll come back and get you, you dumb bitches. Yep. Like, they he can't forget. even, he's on crutches, man. Uh-huh. Yeah. So there are a couple things where I'm like, I don't know, kind of a dumb choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, poor Martin, though. That's the guy that may have been shot by Bernard in the face four times or the head. Mm-hmm. Yes, could have been anybody. Could have been, it like, maybe, been the maybe, maybe the friend shot him and they walked up to verify the kill and Bernard, like, he made Bernard shoot him out. And Bernard's like, ah, Magdalene, I, mean, I have hell. no idea. Maybe, maybe there is a deleted scene. It's left open-ended, too, and the way it's phrased is, like, uh, they heard gunshots, and that was it, and someone called it in. So, like, maybe someone came by, and they saw what was going on and shot Martin. So, there's a golden era of crime films, especially more... uh, This would fall under sort of a country-esque crime movie, uh, with crime themes, that is. Uh, There's a whole era of them from this time. Uh, I, I could throw you guys the list at any moment, starting at Easy Rider. And oh, Easy Rider is a fucking phenomenal movie. Uh, you also have damn, I'm bad on the spot. You know, fuck you, you Cody. How about that? You uh, said I'll you do, could it. do it. Give me a second. <laughs> Shut up. You don't fuck me up. You give me a moment while I stall. Are you gonna mention the fact? Are you going to mention the fact that Tombstone is currently on Amazon Prime right Tombstone now? Tombstone is free? not. Is it? Oh, that's great. But Tombstone is not on 
that list of from that era. But yes, definitely at least Easy Rider. But we should also look into Tombstone as well. Tombstone's another phenomenal. It's a cult classic. Val Kilmer is probably best performance up there as far as uh, Kurt Russell's performances go as well. Great little Hollywood-esque spin on history. That's the cool part about these. Oh, also the Walking Tall series. I think the I know The Rock did a remake of it. Very like uh, it's pretty like luster in comparison to the real life events of Sheriff Buford Pusser out of Tennessee that would bust up moonshines. Famous run in run ins include with the famous popcorn Sutton out of Tennessee. Okay, I actually remember hearing about that original movie. Haven't I got a chance to check it out yet? Yes, I just believe uh, you know, mafia interactions in there and everything. It's pretty cool, so but yes, at the end of Billy Jack, he's finally uh agrees to be arrested. Uh, rather than die in gunfire, which he clearly would prefer. Um, leaving uh, the closing credits to play as he walks into the van and people stand in solidarity for Billy Jack. Speaking of credits, I forget how many credits they roll before a movie starts when it's an older movie. Yes, it's a cool scene though because the horsies. Mm-hmm. I the thought horsies watching- is pretty, bro. I thought watching the horses run was pretty cool. It also kind of gave me a little bit of anxiety because I'm like, how stressed out are they with people chasing them like that? Yes. Like, that's got to be a very stressful situation for them. <laughs> oh, especially 70s style. You know, there's they're for uh-huh. sure stressing them poor babies out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I was watching them, like, about to shoot the horses, and I'm like, oh, God, it's Cannibal Holocaust. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't get that oh, reference God. in Cannibal Holocaust, they actually killed the animals. Anyways... Oh, God. Yeah, I don't... Like, I was sitting there the whole time watching the man with the horses. I'm like, oh, what's gonna happen? Like, mm-hmm. someone's gonna stop it, right? Like, this is the opening of the fucking movie. I don't want to watch this. Yeah. I don't want to see the horse get shot. No. I was like, right. please, no, I can't with the animal violence. I no, cannot. I hate I hate witnessing it. Especially yeah. in older movies. Everything looks so real in old movies sometimes. Well, sometimes I wonder if it is yes. real in older movies. What's well, um, like when you watch Dawn of the Dead, or Day of the Dead, rather? That movie would make you sick. Unless you're Jeffrey Dahmer, it might make you hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Call back. (laughs) Call back. Uh, uh, Unofficial sponsor of the podcast, Jeffrey Dahmer. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's a stay to reach out to you. <laughs> uh, Jeffrey's Meats now coming to you by mail. Uh, just go to www.jeffreysmeats.com/rda and you can get a mystery package of meat for the low, low price of three ninety nine. Where'd mm. my fucking pinky go? Mystery meat. <laughs> uh, tastes like pork. Pinky toe pasta. <laughs> <laughs> Made out of authentic pinkies. Oh God. I have no segue for this, um, but when they went into the school, like looking for the girl, and they were like, Where is she? Offer him a thousand dollars. Like, I love that the hippies didn't fold. They didn't fold. Oh, no. Money well, doesn't matter, really. Yeah, no, and not. That's no. Sort of it, that's shared by the hippie outlook. And, uh-huh. Yeah. In my head, I was like, oh, God, one of them's going to do, like, a back alley deal and betray them. It's going to hurt to watch. Which one is it going to be? To more spiritual indi- individuals, money is, is it's, it obvious, I mean, it, it's just a fact that it's a man-made thing, the concept uh-huh. of it all. I say so that spir- all the time. Yeah. I'm like, it's not real. We made it up. Yeah, I tried yelling that at my landlord, and they gave me a bitch <laughs> notice. You tell him he's going to hell, or whatever. You're going to a place. He's, he's going to planet Venus. Venus is a fact and undeniable. Well, I'm sure people out there deny Venus. 
I have a question. The you know how we did like the snake ceremony thing? Oh is That's that is that a real thing? Like, is that a real ceremony? Does anyone know? Um, it's based off of stories of the tradition, vision quest of the Navajo, from what I've from what I understand. That's pretty cool. So pretty cool. You know, it's pretty. It, it from what I understand, it wouldn't be like a preferred method. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah um, the word for that that seemed pretty fucking awful in a lot of ways it hey, just it was pretty fucking metal to me i was like definitely that's... have peyote available in the in, uh-huh. uh, to the navajo so uh, uh you know i was whichever approach time. that's a very more warrior approach to it though you uh-huh. know to dance with death like you're literally dancing with death which i mean makes sense because he is in because he is in fact a warrior Yes. So it, it it makes sense, but I was just curious if that was like a, a legitimate ceremony, or if there was you know something, or if it was you know similar to something, or yeah. Um, um, from what I understand, uh, and I could be mistaken. I'm not the most uh, knowledgeable in the Navajo, but um, that is a uh, based off of a traditional form of it that warriors would do that were a bit more brave uh maybe not necessarily just warriors but those a bit more brave uh <laughs> could I'd do that i'd just rather do the peyote <laughs> yeah yeah modern day you can just do some lsd as uh ro jogan uh also not a sponsor uh suggests you could do uh-huh. some psychedelics uh speaking of doing psychedelics and peyote you can also do the follow on us at Robots Don't Age on Twitter if you guys don't have any more closing thoughts. Uh, we do not have peyote there, just as a disclaimer. Well, send a DM. We'll see what we can do about peyote. <laughs> well, well, anything can happen. We can make dreams come true. Uh-huh. Uh, send all dick pics to Coke. <laughs> um, send all dick pics to hashtag. <laughs> no, no, baby. Oh, no. Dead ass B. As in the and a picture of a bee. Yeah, just a dead ass bee, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Rip to the homie. Thank you for the honey. Um, CJ, where can they follow you? They can uh find me hanging out on the Redlands, uh various Redlands pages on Facebook. Uh I think we have a channel up still. Um maybe we'll put something up on who asked for this at some point soon. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. And you can find me at Abundant Studio on TikTok or the Instagram. TikTok. TikTok. And thanks for listening. 